0: And welcome to the Possibly Haunted Podcast. Woo-woo-woo. woo woo <laughs> Person. Yay! <laughs>
1: <laughs> and today we are talking about southern ghost stories. But Woo. first we have a coven corner. I keep forgetting. <laughs>
2: oh, we always forget the coven corner.
1: <laughs> yeah, we always do, but we round back to it because we like talking. Um, but so today's coven corner is like, what is your ideal beverage? Like drink, alcohol, whatever. Oh, I assumed
3: it was straight up alcohol. I, like, say, I, I think the first one was cocktail.
1: Yeah, cocktail. Well, cocktail can be, you know...
2: Nibbit yeah, everything. Could be
1: a cocktail of pills. I don't know.
2: No.
0: Shrooms, oh. <laughs> <laughs> sure just kidding.
1: <laughs> so, who so, wants to go first?
2: Um, I'll go. This is kind of difficult, because I mean, like, I drink, but I don't do a lot of cocktails anymore. But my favorite for the longest time was either some kind of lemon drop, or, like, lemon tea alcohol. Or the thing, anything with apple cinnamon, which I know Carson can't have, can have, but um, yeah. Kat made me an amazing apple pie shot once, and I can't do too many because it would kill me, but it was delicious. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, and they don't taste very alcoholic because, you know, apple juice and cinnamon covers up a multitude of sins.
3: Um, Slash
0: magic. Have yeah. had an apple martini? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: I
2: bet you like Shilton's, don't you?
0: Hey, that was my drink. I think I do, but um, I you
2: just said you like the the lemon drop. I do like lemon type. It's pretty much lemon and apple cinnamon, <laughs> which I hate yeah. Chiltons. That,
0: that's my spice. drink, actually. Speaking of,
2: I don't like
3: seltzer water. Yeah. Ooh, I oh, love I lost seltzer uh, water, club soda. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't like the taste of carbonation by itself. Oh, I, I like carbonation. I hate like sugar.
0: I like my Chilton with a splash of Sprite on the top. Nice. Oh,
2: yeah, I'm kind of help with a little bit of I like sweetness. my gin with Sprite. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: So, yeah, Chilton's are my drink, and then my second, like, new actual favorite that I didn't even have never tried until recently are Moscow Mules. Oh. oh yes. I, I
2: have also been liking them. We tried
0: one the other like.
2: day with tequila, and it, it should not be made with tequila. It wasn't bad, but it was not.
1: It is no longer separate. a Moscow Mule. When
2: I think they called it a Mexi Mule.
0: Yeah. That would make more
1: sense.
3: Yes.
2: I don't
1: like ginger beer.
0: I don't like it by itself.
3: I, um, my ideal cocktail is a lot to do with coconut, so, um, to be nice and campy, it would definitely be a pina colada, but made with, like, bananas blended in there. More banana than pineapple, because I like bananas.
0: Heather would then hate it.
3: Yes. yes, see, I don't Skeeter like rum. And, bird. <laughs> and like, Coke Oh, my God, I fucking love rum. Oh, I like, hate it. My my everyday drink is definitely a spiced rum and Coke. I just hate bananas. <laughs> I'm
1: allergic
3: I don't, to pineapple. I don't know what it is I about rum pirate.
1: that I hate so much, but I hate it.
2: <laughs> I'm literally Captain were- Morgan, guys. Uh, I need my rum. <laughs> I was just about to say, I think Kat was a pirate in a past life, and she's had enough rum to fill a couple of lifetimes, so... I suppose. I think that's why I hate bana- bananas. I think I was stranded on an island... <laughs> And all my only sustenance was bananas. I stranded you there. (laughs) You stranded me there, and so then I died. And I was like, "That would make sense because those would be
3: probably gross bananas that have like the seeds in them, not like the bananas we get at the
2: supermarket." And then you have to wait until they're ripe because
1: if you eat them raw, they're like super gross and make you sick.
2: Yeah, I literally Mm, made my my like other other partners. I would make them wash or brush brush their teeth if they ate banana. I'm like, this is not happening. I'm done. (laughs) I'm not usually that high maintenance. (laughs)
1: Yeah. My yeah. ideal drink, um, so, like, straight-up gin and tonic for me, generally, because um, yeah, yeah. I drink like an old man. Uh, but <laughs> I also, on occasion, will like a uh, mint julep. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Please so. do that. They're okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, the one that I've had has, like, um, grapefruit in it as well as mint. Oh, of course it does. I actually really like that. Um, I'm excited. Cat and her grapefruit mm-hmm. Say <laughs> cat and her grapefruit stuff I know, I like sour and I like bitter And so <laughs> True <laughs> Those are like the two things that I will for sure drink Because whenever, you know, I go out and I'm like Oh, I want to try a new drink I look at everything and I'm like, listen, none of this is going to work for me
0: <laughs> But yeah
1: That's funny but, oh, Okay cool. Yeah, well
3: so Who much wants to drinks? start? <laughs> um honestly i would like to know what everyone's definition of the south is because the internet has a wide range of what's included if you if you look for like southern hauntings on, yeah mm-hmm. I've and that. i'm like that's that's north that
1: is yankee <laughs> land
3: that's honestly, no town.
1: so it's south of the mason dixon line yes and then does not include the Midwest and does not include Texas.
2: No, uh, uh, it does. No. too, include Texas? No, 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 no. This should have been the Coven Corner, guys. This is what this should have been. So okay, because <laughs> the
3: Texas South is like a whole different thing, and we, like all of Texas. Yeah, that's is the, the thing. Is
1: Texas is not South. Texas is Texas. No, Texas no, 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 is no, 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 no,
2: South. Pause, pause. Well, I mean, I'll have to pause. We're discussing. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. As you, I mean, I'm, I just taught today, so I'm like, wait, okay. Um, so we are Southern because we are Southern of a certain line. But the South or the Old South, we are not included in because that is like yeah. colonial. Yeah, I'm a part of to the you, Old
1: South. So when I say South,
3: yeah, I she just wants to South. exclude us because she ran and hightailed it over to Abe Lincoln's camp. <laughs> 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 hey, I, I,
2: Texas stood strong. <laughs> okay, actually, there I, were I, a I, lot of union texas troops because i actually did civil war reenactment and i did not want to be a part of the confederacy so <laughs> there actually were a lot of texan unions it's just as a state as now oh, is like it's so a red slugger. state that doesn't mean blue doesn't exist
1: <laughs> you know today i told um a couple of the people because they're asking what it was like like living in texas and i said uh, something uh. along the lines of well texans are really proud to be texans yes. um and i said that you know they take like something like two years of Texas history and they said oh well
2: "Well, what do you learn during that time Texas history we learned how we kicked Mexico's ass (laughs) that's what was taught to us yes
3: (laughs) but it's actually true I mean we won our independence from them yeah it just took a
1: while (laughs) and um you know they were asking uh you know god what do you think we would do would could we do Georgia history and they're like I don't know and then I said well you know we were a colony and they went, oh yeah, it's American history. That's what we learned.
2: <laughs> I just go. But that's the thing, it's, like, I mean, you actually could do, it would be really, really intensive and in detail, which I think would be really cool, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of things I didn't know about uh, South Carolina that I had to do, like, a project on, and I was like, this was never taught in our American history, because there's not enough time, you're talking about all of the colonies. So I
0: North Carolina school, or What? <laughs>
2: I didn't have a choice. Like, it's we have so many Texan <laughs> history. That. Like it's it's very, very detailed things. What I don't mind Texas history. It's like the level that they push it, which I didn't mind as a child because you're excited, but like I reenacted the Alamo. The girls and boys were divided by gender, which I'm not gonna get into. Um but I actually <laughs> I actually fell on a piece of glass. I have a scar to this day by reenacting the Alamo. That like <laughs> There's that much pride well, that they try and get you in. Like, that would be accurate since, you know, everybody died. I, we were actually. So. Well, it was girls where Mexico well, got like we her, her head just disappeared. Because I, I was so laughing I th- into my comforter. Like, I bled for, for the reenactment of Alamo, guys. Like, that's, t- that's what's instilled in us. You have to I understand. So, my
1: image of what a reenactment by children of the Alamo is is that episode of King of the Hill.
2: So. Stuff. You know, I actually haven't seen that episode, but it I was it was very it um, it was very dramatic for fourth graders. Gotcha.
1: I'm trying to think of what we reenacted. I did uh, Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet when I
2: was in elementary school. You had a special upbringing <laughs> that we've discussed before. She had like a four A school upbringing. I have five A, so I don't know two <laughs> A. I did
1: um, I did Romeo. <laughs> Carson and I are. <laughs>
2: Bottom of the as, of kids. as great as this is, um, weren't we just? <laughs> I think we're slightly off topic. Oh, true. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Round of Texas. Is, round. It,
2: Texas is southern. It is not the South, and I'm, I, that's like a capital T, guys. Capital T. It is in e-
1: the e. southern part of the
2: United like States. The south dude, yeah. Give me a confused look. Well, you
3: because you said capital T, and then I couldn't hear the rest. I it, said lowercase he. Oh, okay. I'm so, literally spelling. <laughs> I was out like, I was times. like, is the S also lowercase? It's oh, the yeah. South. Yeah,
1: <laughs> south. not it's like, D's. South. South. south, south, south. Yeah. 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 yeah, inspiration for this episode came because I am moving, or I have moved, to the, one of the most haunted cities in the United States, uh, which is Savannah, Georgia. Lou which Lou. sounds
3: pretty. Which really I'm cool. just saying, I didn't see a single ghost on that tour.
1: I
2: call. You know, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Because <laughs> guys. Look into future Instagram postings. She's going to keep us updated with any possible hauntings Because apparently there's
1: a chance that I will be working late eventually.
2: <laughs> that's and not, that's already makes me nervous.
1: This doesn't give me any, like, this that's doesn't so give crazy. anything away. I live, I apparently work in a haunted building where the top oh, floor awesome. is haunted. Yes. And the basement is also haunted. And I live. Hey,
3: down there. Texas Tech is haunted. We have a haunted science building. Where they do ghost tours around Halloween time around campus. Why have I never heard this and in the five years? one of here? the bell towers is supposed to be haunted.
1: So, um, apparently, my building's haunted because it used to be a hospital. Again, doesn't okay. give away anything. That's... Um, still, that's... So, like, but one of the floors was a morgue. Oh, wow. And one of the floors, apparently, was for mentally disturbed patients.
2: Ooh. So, that's really creepy.
1: Yeah. And they told me that apparently, in a different building where we used to be, um, but are no longer, dogs would refuse to go into the building.
2: Oh, that's because dogs you know, know what's up. Yeah, you trust animals. animals, animals. Have an instinct. When there's a disaster, follow dog. the animals. <laughs> Your dog would run straight into it. I could take you, ghost. I heard a noise. My <laughs> dog would be like, Are you going to pet me? <laughs> i think Scott would no she'd be no she has good instincts i think she would be like we're not going in there you can go in there i'm not going in there like <laughs> bentley the other day who just randomly in the alley
3: looked up into the sky and i looked up and i was like we're not next to the telephone pole there is no squirrel and he kept like he got on his hind legs and was like and i was like fucking aliens right above us holy shit we have to get out of here <laughs>
2: dude lexi's been doing that lately she'll be in my lap and she'll be like like dead asleep and then all of a sudden her head goes up and she just stares and I'm like, What is it? They're and she just it. stares and she won't like she won't answer me. She won't tell me, like she won't go for it. And I'm like, Can you just can you stop? Can you just stop looking at it? So if I get abducted, you know what the next episode should be about.
3: How how Morgan got abducted. Oh god, don't I I I can't
2: <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'm like about to laugh really loud and got closer to the mic. My, my bad guys, I'm backing up, I'm
3: <laughs> backing away. All right, so did, did Kat want to go first? Let's
1: go with Kat. I, I can go first. Um, go first. So, uh, my, my sort of haunting, I didn't want to do exactly where I was because I might get creeped out. Um, so, I I'm chose sorry. to do the Bell Witch. So, Ooh. the Bell Witch is in Tennessee, Adams, Tennessee. Mm. Uh, or as I've heard people say from Tenor- Tennessee, Tanner C.,
2: Mm-hmm, I please. don't know if
1: they're joking or not, but that's what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's the only ten I see.
1: Hey! Uh. Um, but, so, we have the Bell Witch. <laughs> so it's possibly one of the most notorious ghosts in the world. Um, the Bell Witch legend has been around for 200 years. Uh, so in the early 1800s, uh, John Bell moved his family, the Bells, to Tennessee's Red River Settlement. Uh, so he was there for a few years, and they got the established, and their family grew and got to know this sort of area, you know, that sort of thing. And then um, one day he was out in a field, and I read somewhere it was a cornfield. Who knows? but you know, um, you
2: know all the good stuff?
1: Hmm?
2: Is so it Children of the Corn and all that.
1: Yeah, so he's out in the cornfield doing his cornfield thing, and he encounters a strange animal sitting in the middle of the cornfield, and so he looks at it and it has the body of a dog. So I'm imagining Bentley, but instead of, of Bentley's head, it's hey, I just see working on the screen.
3: <laughs> hey. I didn't realize that I had the uh, video turned off on my end.
1: Uh, okay, well, um, so he is looking at this animal and it has the body of a dog and the head of a rabbit. So I'm imagining Bentley, but with ears that stick up. No, yeah, he's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but uh, like a big dog or a little dog? Well, apparently it's a bigger dog, but I,
2: in my can head, you
3: imagine be Like a German shepherd with the head of a jackrabbit. <sighs> look, oh. look
2: out for Photoshop, guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this happen with Bentley. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> um,
1: so, soon after, uh, so basically he's looking at this thing and he's like, I better kill it. Because, you know, that's a thing. And so when he tries to kill it, it runs away. So soon after that, his family starts uh, hearing a lot of weird things. So uh, oh. basically, they start hearing. Uh, oh, first actually, there's a big black dog that also visits the family. Um, so yeah, uh, and he's being one of the slaves reports being because they had slaves. Sorry, uh, <laughs> reports being uh, followed by a large black dog in evening. The Grim. It's, yeah, the okay.
2: hell hound. it's a hellhound. It's a hellhound and we know it.
1: <laughs> so then after that happens <laughs> so and like a little bit of creepiness starts creeping in, they um hear <laughs> knocking on the doors and walls. And then yeah, after that yeah. it sounds like something is gnawing on the bedposts.
0: And, and then there's uh.
1: what sounds like a bunch of dogs fighting, but nowhere to be found. And then chains being pulled along the floor. I don't have chains to like reenact that. that noise. Yeah. So mm-hmm. then, when they still didn't know what to do, John Bell started experiencing a sense of paralysis in his mouth. And um, so he would, like, try to speak but couldn't move, couldn't scream, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it became more intense after that um, because it wasn't just gnawing on the beds now. Now all of the sheets were being pulled off, particularly in the children's beds. Oh, no. Um, the then, praise
3: uh, often the smallest.
1: Yeah. Then one particular child, Betsy, was seemed to be the main focus of the haunting, and she was slapped, pinched, and stuck with pins, and oh. also pulled uh, by the hair.
2: Ow! No. Yeah.
1: So um, basically, they turned to a family friend named James Johnson, very creative name, mm-hmm. um, uh, who decided to spend the night. He uh... In the house, he woke up in the middle of after spending the night, and said that John Bell had. This is a quote: a spirit, like in the Bible. <laughs> that really narrows it down. Yeah. So soon, uh, everyone was talking about how this house is haunted, and um, the apparition began to speak out loud. And so they asked, "Hey, who are you, and what are you doing around here?" And the voice Ooh. said, uh, I am a spirit. I was once very happy, but I've been disturbed. Um, so there was a wide range of explanations why it happened. I'm sorry, because you said, uh, I've now been
3: disturbed. And my brain automatically just supplied with, down with the
2: sickness. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I disturbed. Exactly. No, yeah. my brain went there too.
1: Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so now the, the thing went from whispers to full gossips. Um, so the witch was, the witch or the spirit started to gossip about the activities in the other households and, um, and it would like, so it would travel from their house to neighboring homes to spy on people and come back and be like, Ooh, guess what Mrs. Johnson <laughs> oh was doing in the kitchen. <laughs> and also just as a sort of thing, the, uh, the spirit, the witch started to get a name and the name was Kate which is Uh what my parents call me. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
3: Which is very weird. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
1: I know. And apparently um, really liked being called Kate, uh, and any time that they would not, she would get angry. Um, so...
2: Just call uh, her by her name, gosh darn it. Yeah.
1: The the witch uh, began to show a fondness for John Bell's wife, and Mm. said, uh, (laughs) whose name was Lucy, which, by the way, was the name of my first pet. Uh, (laughs) He he had a fondness for good old Lucy Goosey. Yeah, and so uh, the witch would give Lucy fruit and sing hymns to her. That witch was mailing her. Yeah, she was (laughs) And said that she was the most perfect woman to walk on earth. Well, dang, how not a romance a chica? (laughs) So, uh, and because, you know, Lucy was married to John Bell, it started to show John Bell a teeny bit of respect. Um, yeah, yeah, he wanted to take over Lucy's body, mm-hmm. <laughs> so um basically um this came this all sort of culminated because she still hated the daughter betsy, and um so the um Bell patriarch John
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, was uh no, okay, sorry, I misquoted he, she liked the son, um the oldest son, which was John Bell jr. Okay, John Bell Sr. So John Bell, which will make more sense now, but, um, uh, so J-B-J. basically... J.B.J. Yeah. Yay. Um, so John Bell was poisoned by the witch or accused of being... the witch was accused of poisoning him. And, Not the um, wife at all. Then, when he died, the mourners came and she interrupted them by singing very loud drinking songs. Um, then, uh, at the same time Betsy was engaged to a neighboring farmer which apparently just caused more abuse from Sedwich and um she called off the engagement and uh yeah and so the entity kind of stopped for a little while and then it came back to just sort of hang out with the remaining family uh, <laughs> so it's just this really with
0: weird the Hmm? just chilling with them
1: yeah you know chilling um But when they didn't really encourage her to stick around, the witch was like, peace, and, like, left again. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so it's this really weird haunting, um, and it's one of those things that a ton of people have written about it and have looked into it. There's uh, multiple um, articles in different Nashville and Tennessee newspapers. Um, Like, let's see here, in 1886, uh, there was a history of Tennessee written and part of it was uh, like a short little blurb was about the the Bell Witch and and, then you know, and so it it spanned many many years and so there's a ton of stuff about it and it's
2: pretty cool. What you don't know is that my family was the Bell family in Tennessee and we were so tired of all those interruptings we changed our last name to Belts
1: and left. How did (laughs) you know
2: that I'm actually the Bell Witch?
3: (laughs) And she found me and then she left again. <laughs> but I actually know someone with the last name of Belle. Oh, I was just kidding. kidding. My
2: family is actually from Tennessee, like, way back when. But, like, I just belt belts Belle's. Hey. A And the the witch
1: named Kate, who is just, like, yeah, no, like kind seriously? of awful. But, you know, that would totally be the way that I would poltergeist, because I'd start off just a little bit creepy, and then <sighs> I'd ramp up and end up, like, singing songs at inappropriate times and whatnot.
2: It just sounds like she didn't really have a reason to stay, but she, for some reason, couldn't cross, so she might as well make a, a living with it, you know what I mean? Like, might as well make best do with the bad situation. <laughs> I mean, that's me. <laughs> like, you don't want to move on, but you gotta do something, you're bored here. Well, yeah, I, I it see it.
1: kind of uh, gave the impression that she was, like, resting, and then they disturbed her by building the the plot. Oh, yeah, and yeah, she yeah. was like, dude, No. <laughs>
2: Never never wake a female up before her time. Exactly.
1: exactly. Listen, there's a reason I haven't slept well since. <laughs> That's why you can't sleep? There you
0: go.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, well, Cool.
0: So who's next? I'll go next, because I think my story's got a kind of a... It's not funny, but I think it's an interesting twist. I think it's kind of funny. Um, and... I may have Morgan correct my pronunciation of this. I think it's Sturdivant Hall. Is that how you'd say that? Yeah, I guess. Sure. Sturdivant. Sturdivant Hall in Selma, Alabama. Oh, well, there boom,
3: you go. Woo. Oh, okay, so it can probably be more like a
1: Sturdevant.
0: Sturdevant. Well, that's how I sound anyways. anyways. Yeah. <laughs> that's just how a normal voice says it. It's okay, um, my
1: accent's starting to come out now that I live here. And I'm like, oh, oh no. <laughs>
0: oh, I bet. Um, so this is, um, it's considered a giant landmark. Uh, it's kind of like a mansion. It's now a museum in cool. Selma, Alabama now. Um, it was built in 1853 by a Mr. Edward Watts, who he actually sold it uh, in the 60s. Two, um, he was the president of this bank, and his name was John Parker Parkman. I'm sorry, so basically, the, uh, Mr. Parkman, uh, he's this president of this bank who was really bad at investing money, and so he, um, <laughs> invests- then he's
1: in the wrong business
0: exactly a little bit. A little bit. So he invested a lot of money into this cotton, and um, oh, hi, he? Um, so he invested all this money in this cotton, and then basically this was after... Ooh, after... Whoa, sorry, Bentley is all loving me. After the Civil War, um, lost all the money that he had invested. Yeah. And the, uh, the government was like, no, 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 you lost all this money, you must have embezzled it. Oh. And arrested him for embezzlement. And he was just bad at his job. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I to say, so they didn't believe that he could be that bad. That's, that's a sad yeah. state.
0: They were like, yeah, no, you couldn't have sucked this yeah. awfully. So they just arrested him for embezzlement because he lost, like, the bank all this money. Um, well, basically, the townspeople felt bad for him. And they just truly thought that he just made this awful mistake and so they just devised this plot to break him out of the jail. Which reasonable. is okay. Yeah, reasonable. Okay. This is where oh, I they had support. I know. This is where I kind of think it gets funny. They <laughs> threw this huge Mardi Gras party in front of the jail uh, where they bribed some of the jailers um, and they helped him escape. Quick, make a diversion. It doesn't have to be
3: elaborate. A Mardi Gras party. Mardi Gras party.
0: Is is perfect. <laughs> so I can just imagine in like 1860. Like, everyone having this giant Mardi Gras brawl, like, like yeah, they're paying some of the jailers to, like, help him escape. Like, yeah, like, dancers and musicians going, no, look over here, look over here. Yeah, like, what do y'all doing, getting him drunk? Beads, beads, oven. beads. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. Ladies, yeah. So that's basically what happened. So, um, they help him escape, and he gets all the way down to the river when, I guess one of the jailers who wasn't in on it shoots him. And it's not... Well, um, dang. Yeah. It's not... They don't. It's not clear how he dies, whether he sh- they shoot him and he drowns, or they shoot him and he dies for a shot, and then yeah. some stories say that he actually jumps the river and avoids gunfire. Um, but most people just say he dies. dun dun, dun. Um, Faked his own death.
2: That was really the, the true distraction. He wasn't actually, like, a good cop. He was like, oh, let me make sure it looks like I'm doing my job, and he actually, like, Kills him. Mm. Mm-hmm. I see the plot. Mm-hmm. became a stormtrooper later. Oh, well that that's actually very true. They had to get the stormtrooper <laughs> trope race. somewhere.
3: Or, um, uh, you he, know, guns used to not be very accurate.
1: That
0: too. That could be. Yeah, that that could have been a um, uh, John Parkman also swore that uh, he would never leave his property until his name was cleared. Um, <laughs> and so his name obviously was never cleared. But uh, to this day, they say that Sturdivant Hall... Um, is haunted. Um, it like I said, it's a historic museum maintained by the city of Soma. But, um, allegedly when visitors go, they've seen, like, chairs rocking, um, doors opening for no reason, latches on windows just open and lock themselves. Uh, they say that at night the alarms will just go off by themselves. Um, phantom footsteps can be heard moving uh, on the second floor of the house and um, a man in a top hat a lot of times can be seen on the second story. Which That's is, terrifying. He was known for wearing a, hop, a top hat. Because Co- was fashionable. Fashion, just creepy. He's dandy. He's because dandy. he's a banker and of course bankers wear top hats. Because they have money and all that good stuff. Oh, apparently he didn't. <laughs> no, he had to have the appearance. Of having money. People yeah, had to trust
2: had him, him somehow. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, and a lot of times there was a cloud of smoke seen coming from the same window, which was his bedroom window, upstairs, but there's no fire. And no. so all these, like, appear, like all these uh, hauntings are happening from this museum, and no one can explain it. Neat. Well, clear his name, and maybe he can move the F on. <laughs> yeah, I know, man, he's been there since 1864, God. He just, <laughs> just didn't want just to be Just the desert. We get it,
1: you're not guilty. <laughs>
0: You just suck. He has a point to
2: prove, and he will not leave till it is proven. Get Probably how he died in the, the first money, place. You just, just, sucks.
0: You just, you just sucked at being a banker.
2: <laughs> not every,
3: not everyone can do it. Clearly, the punishment for which is death. <laughs> <if> you <laughs> suck at being a banker.
2: Yes. So, um, just FYI, so Morgan, maybe get better at don't math. I'm not
3: gonna be a banker, Catherine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's true that, like, I mean,
0: pick, pick your career uh, wisely. <laughs> Library. Or just don't jump the river.
3: Also, that. Yeah, you could wear your like... PFD, people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was mine. I thought it was a it was a lighter story, but I just I found it really yeah. interesting. I like yeah. liked the whole like that the whole town got in on it and we're like we're gonna throw this Mardi Gras party. Like, <laughs> I do yeah. not really like that. Yeah. So that's that awesome. what I
1: expect if I ever get arrested. You guys drive down, throw a, no- a Mardi Gras party. <laughs> <laughs> we'll throw something.
3: I'm just going to rip Heather's shirt off and go, Boobies! And as they're staring at her, run in and, you know. Save me. And...
2: Yes. I will probably react that way, like, okay, this is for a good cause, and I'll just shimmy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it'll, be,
3: it'll be a combination of awestruck at her beautiful bosom, but also the blinding whiteness of her bosom. Actually, no, it's the blinding. Like, I'm so white, and the like, sun will
2: reflect off Carson like a like, windshield reflector.
3: A disco ball, and it'll be, like, <laughs> bouncing around the
2: light from her boobs against the disco ball. I want to I be clear, listeners, that that was not a planned conversation. This is all improv. <laughs> Um, but I am actually that blinding. And um if any if it doesn't distract you it's gonna blind you, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna see cat escaping. But
0: mostly the beautifulness.
2: And they've never <laughs> seen it, so that, I mean, yeah, I'm just
3: saying, like yeah And I haven't seen you change in a while. I just assume they're nice and supple.
2: I mean I think they are. I think supple. Also, since none of you can see what's happening, Kat's just dying. We're watching her on the video like dying to her mattress. Yeah,
1: I'm trying to be quiet because I am in a hotel, but...
2: I mean, honestly, if Kat's boobs couldn't stop her from getting arrested in the first place, mine what chance gonna. do we have? Mine aren't going to <laughs> other, other than my blinding power, it's not going to do nothing. <laughs> Which is really great grammar coming from me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Mardi Gras slash parties, Same I'm just going to slowly move into mine because mine, I... Like, we always do, like great research and everything but I was super excited because this one was what I actually learned while I was in New Orleans and I was on a vampire ghost tour I didn't see any ghosts but I swear I saw a vampire I was gonna say did you see some vampires I swear I took a picture and I was like it unless they've got it really well timed, which I could see them doing but it was in a convent Mm -mm. Mm -mm. what's he eating nuns no I got really really bad thoughts um no he was not (laughs) Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> I'm going to hell okay anyways so on this tour we learned about the Sultan's Palace and I really like this one and this is I'll, there's a reason I, I mean it's a cool story but like I'll get towards the end I'll explain why I'm kind of freaked out by it um so just some just some historical facts um so in 1836 a Greek home was built on the corner of Dauphine Street and Orleans uh Orleans Avenue um yeah, anyways. Orleans. Orleans Avenue, Dauphin. Anyways, um, so it was built in th- 1836. Eventually, a Turkish man claiming to be a sultan bought it from a wealthy plantation owner, and immediately after purchasing it, extra locks were put on all the doors.
3: <laughs> Sorry, is this Aladdin? Did Aladdin come in claiming to be the no, sultan? No no, 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 no. It's probably
2: honestly. Oh my God, Jafar! It's probably Jafar,
0: uh, which I'll get to in a moment now I'm singing a lot in my head dang it
2: guys try try to focus on well okay actually that's not a completely off topic um okay so immediately after purchasing it they put all new locks and extra locks on all the doors and windows um they put heavy uh drapery on all the windows and they had chains and locks for all the gates so there's like gates and then like a little courtyard and then like actual like building kind of thing. I actually saw it in person. It was really, um, quite impressive. Um, and almost every single night, there were parties. And there was, uh, a lot of live and loud music coming everywhere. There was, um, a lot of heavy incense. Like, you could smell it down the road. Which was probably really nice. No, considering it was, like, New Orleans and, like, trash and, like, urine and all that kind of stuff was in the streets. Incense was probably a nice little... Overlay. It gives me a headache. Yeah, you would not have luck being at these parties. Um, but these were sandwich. like special parties. Like a lot of people got invited, but it was invite only. So, like if you got invited, it was like a big deal. Um, there were also lots and lots of young, beautiful women, and there were bodily pleasures <laughs> available to the partygoers. And there were quotations that I didn't. So see we would have been invited, but wouldn't have gone. So there was, like, a
3: massage train going on.
2: Yes, that's... Nice. the little hair that's, braiding. That's, there's the Disney
3: version of what happened in the
1: party. An, it's that crack nice, the egg so- thing, where it's, like, crack the egg on your head, feel the yolk running
3: down. Oh,
2: yeah! An I old lady that. just
3: softly brushing your hair.
2: Bodily pres- pleasure. Sure, sure. We'll go with that. Um, Kat, if we were invited, we were not invited as guests. We were probably invited as workers. <laughs> no. Workers. I am an exotic, beautiful young lady. Hence... <laughs> Anyways, okay, and the Sultan <laughs> did have a strong taste for beautiful young women, which comes back to later of the, the different stuff. Anyways, um, so the neighbors were always super, super suspicious because, well, he was foreign, so clearly he's uh, you know like there's that hor- horrible well, yeah idea, you know. and he I mean, actually that's I mean, why like he doesn't trust, why Morgan doesn't trust me. I don't trust you. Because, because you, you actually break trust. You actually <laughs> grab people's feet and pull them underwater. And when we're watching a scary movie, you try and be the ghost. You, you, you've you proven. Belwich. <laughs> Belwich, exactly. No, so, like, I mean, and this is, like, 1830s 18, or 1850s. And so, like, he, he wears the traditional clothing. He has all the traditional um the big hat housing like everything is from where he he literally brought like riches and everything from wherever he was from to this house so it just for people who didn't know and were racist that was an issue was so. he also from agrabah no because that's a fictional place you could have just said yes i know but she's got me arguing now okay um <laughs> he also was probably a fictional sultan <laughs> Actually, <laughs> give me a second. Hold on. Okay, so the neighbors were always suspicious, and one... Uh, quotations, guys. One day, their suspicions were dead on.
0: Ooh. <laughs> Very dramatic.
2: Yeah, I know, right? Okay, so one morning, a French Quarter neighbor was taking a walk, and he noticed blood seeping down the walls, down the steps, and onto the sidewalk. Jesus, oh. that's a lot of blood. It's, no, it was a huge massacre. This actually did happen. Um... The neighbors summoned the police and what he found was the most vicious massacre they'd ever seen. Every man, woman, and child was disassembled and body parts were thrown everywhere. Pause for dramatic page turning. They got into the courtyard and found a grave with a hand protruding out of it. It was as if the hand was reaching for life itself. There's a lot of quotations here. It was actually the sultan who was buried alive. Here's he the twist. On? Well, I mean, he was—he by the time they found him, he had died. But oh. they could tell, like, he had died from being very yeah. alive. Um, and here's the twist: he wasn't the sultan. He was the sultan's brother, who escaped to New Orleans after stealing the real sultan's women and possessions. I bet he wasn't even pissed about the possessions. I bet he was only pissed that all his women were stolen. Anyways, no one knows why they um, were
0: the possessions.
2: Well, I mean, yes. <laughs> to be fair. Uh, Well, not to be fair, to be historically accurate. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, No one knows why or how the massacre happened. One theory is that the real sultan hired assassins to kill all in the house, which is why no one was left alive. So here's where the hauntings come in, because all of that, like, actually happened. They've got, like, news reports and all that good stuff. Uh, I was just playing Assassin's Creed. Like, yes, they did hire assassins. Assassins. Um, So after some time, the house had been owned by multiple people, eventually being turned into apartments. Um, most of the time, things are pretty chill, pretty normal. Occasionally, people will hear music and, like, the noises of a party that isn't happening. Um, there is intense smell of incense down the street and in the apartments when no one's burning it. Um, now the big thing is, is, like, women actually feel the Sultan's presence. He's not necessarily malicious. It's creepy. It's creepy. It's really creepy, but he's not malicious. So... Um, there was an example, uh, I think in the 1920s, there was, she was a trained dancer, but she also at night worked as a exotic dancer to pay the bills and she lived in this apartment. And she was very young, very beautiful, obviously like dancer, all the good stuff. And like almost every night she'd be in like third story apartment and she would look down and someone who looks like the appearance of a sultan or like wearing the traditional Turkish garb would like stare very intently at her. And to the point where, like, she eventually, like, moved, like, somewhere else. But, like, a lot of women who have lived in these apartments swear they see him d- down on the sidewalk, like, outside of his house, like, looking up into their window. Um wow. And it's it's because he had a very strong taste for young, beautiful women. And, like, he never goes near them. They never see him in th- her, their room or in the building. He's always on the sidewalk, which is kind of curious he's to me. He's courting <laughs> them. Well, he's doing something. So he's never been really seen as... N- uh, harmful or anything, um, but so and like it's still currently owned. I think it's still rented out as apartments, um, and it's pretty chill. Keys will go missing randomly, um, that and would you piss me off. So that man. would piss me off. Like, like after yeah. the first um, paranormal video uh, I watched with like a like ex partner or whatever, he literally moved my keys to the floor to freak me out. And, like, just stop. Everything has a place. Don't move my stuff, anyways. Um, but when you are there, you never quite feel alone and that's the thing the thing that made this like really real for me is right I mean I'm not I'm not making this up I'm not trying to be dramatic but like five seconds before our tour guide said anything about incense I got a really strong smell of it and I was like what the hell now obviously they could have someone burning it to the side to make this story like more impressive whatever blah 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 but I was like that's weird I smell incense and then he says oh yeah by the way random people like and he didn't hear me like I'm like thinking to myself and I like literally stared at Stephanie who was with me at the time and I was like I Did don't, Stephanie smell it? She didn't. Like, no one else did. They were like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. And I'm just like, no, guys, guys, do you smell it? Can we can we leave? Can we go away? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, kind of had... I mean, I, I, like, stayed with the tour, and it wasn't a big deal, but it's just one of those things, like, Mm-mm, not today, Sultan. I would, like, not today, uh-huh. Satan. <laughs> Sorry, puns. Anyways, I thought that... There, uh, there's a lot of stories I, I got from various tours, but that one was it's just really interesting. Like it's not a harmful haunting, but it's yeah, came from a really bad thing. Uh, so um there's a lot of lessons here. One, don't pretend to be a sultan. Don't steal other people's things. You might be assassinated after and you never know.
0: Um <laughs> y'all can't see but heather just, uh, Maybe this time am, maybe so maybe I'll hard. finally let
2: them film me <laughs> um with a gif or whatever. But um it's a gif cuz it's graphics. GIF. Done with this conversation. Who wants to go next? <laughs> I say gif. I don't care what people say but if you like directly ask me and I've actually like like we've done all the reports, we've asked everyone who like invented it like it's the Gs for graphics so it's supposed to be gif. But y'all do what you want to do. I think giraffe
3: gif g i g i g. So I went with more of like an overlapping um, City, My southern hunting is San Antonio. Whoop, whoop. San Antonio. Thank which is obviously the place of the Alamo, so <laughs> it's very important.
2: So, conversation, full circle. What, what? Oh, which I've
3: seen. Oh. I've seen it. I've been to the Alamo. Yes, I took you to the Alamo.
0: <laughs> like Before, it was, oh no, my no. god, it was so hot. I feel like I'm from Texas, so I was just like, yeah, duh. But then I you're not from Texas, so I was like, what do you mean? You've been, <laughs> duh, you've been here's, <laughs> here's the pin of like that whole Texas
2: pride thing. She's been to the Alamo, but not to Austin, the capital of Texas. I just want to point that out. Yeah, we just didn't make it that far. We did, but she went to the Alamo first. I'm just saying, like, (laughs) Texas pride. Well, it was my first road
1: trip with Morgan ever, and so we didn't want to go, like, that extra hour.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. It's all good. Anyways... We were tired too. I bet. am not saying you, you had to go. I'm just saying it's it's telling.
3: Week, we, we saw deer <laughs> the night before. Yeah, yeah, it was we a lot camped of deer here. at Inks Lake, and it was so freaking hot. And so after trying to drug ourselves into sleep, we woke up at like four in the morning, freezing yeah. cold, and we were like, "Oh look, there's deer."
1: <laughs> and I attacked her in my sleep. You uh, know <laughs> the usual.
3: Yes. Yeah, that happens a lot. So San Antonio was ash- uh, Ashley. Ashley. Uh, Ashley. Yes, Ashley listed it. it. It was actually listed in Southern Living's list of the South's most haunted cities. I can't do S's today for some reason. <laughs> um, so, of course, everybody knows about the Alamo. Uh, it's a place where over 200 Texas defenders died in the glamorous battle with the famous uh, David Crockett. The Alamo's first recorded tale of supernatural is the story of the Six Diablos, mm. with which traces back to mere weeks after the infamous 1836 battle. The tale is that General Juan José de Andrade, <laughs> Andrade um, yeah, go with that, yeah. um, was under orders to destroy the buildings of the Alamo. He sent Colonel José Sánchez and his men and when they arrived and saw the chapel still, still standing, uh, they approached it, and they were getting ready to tear it down when six spectral monks wielding flaming swords were said to have materialized before them. So, of course, you know, they b- rode off screaming. Uh, frustrated at their failure, Andrade went himself to destroy it and was met by the same six Diablos and given a fiery warning to stay away from the building. So are these, like, Ghost Rider, but, like, monks? Yes. <laughs> I love that. Because they would go burn out the chapel. So, what, monks, I don't really understand, because, like, I don't think we had monks in the
2: chapels, but... Um, probably... Well, like, missionaries, right? Yeah. So it's more like, they look like missionaries, there's, like, a crossover. Again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. But I'm just <laughs> loving the idea of Ghost Rider. But I thought that was pretty cool. I
3: haven't... Uh, hauntings at the Alamo is not something I ever really looked looked into, mm-hmm. but it would make sense that so many people mm-hmm.
2: died horribly there. And if they yeah. are trying to, like, it, it is, like, sacred ground in that specific area, I could see protection being wanted. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. So, I just chose that one story from the Alamo, because mm-hmm. I didn't want to be too long, because I have uh, two more locations yeah, from San Antonio. Hey, but I thought that was the best one. Check it up,
2: people, if you ever in San Antonio. Six Diablos. I love it.
3: So, the other location I chose is the Menger Hotel.
2: Oh, okay.
3: It is mm-hmm. one of the best-known and oldest hotels in Texas. It opened in 1859, and it still has guests today. They let you rent rooms. It's really expensive, but you can stay the night. It is said to be the finest hotel west of the Mississippi River. It once hosted Sam Houston, Generals Lee and Grant, and Presidents McKinley, Taft, Eisenhower, and Roosevelt. Teddy yeah. Roosevelt, right? Yep. Cat's hey. man. Yeah. He's my man, <laughs> the uh, hmm? uh, yeah,
0: yeah,
3: yeah. Well, you it know. was a famous hotel. A lot of people stayed there.
1: Uh, um,
0: you gotta um,
3: just own it. The this famous hotel is said to have thirty-two different entities and residents. Well, that's a business. That's why it's expensive. <laughs> yeah. The Mangler's most famous ghost is Are you ready, Cat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Former President Teddy Roosevelt. My man. <laughs>
2: So it sounds like we need to you need to come back here just for Itch. a little bit. I'm not sure why he
3: haunts that hotel. He didn't die there. He died in his home in New York. I'm convinced they have an article of his that he's deeply attached to and he cannot leave because they hold it, supernatural. His references. glasses. Well, he did spend a lot of time there. He and his brother actually spent a lot of time in Texas. Yeah, nobody I heard, I heard ever it. talks about Teddy's brother. Teddy had a brother. And he was not okay. What
0: was his name? No. What, what do you mean
3: by that? What you, yeah. like I should know his name. I went to a whole presentation, Bruce did, about it.
2: Um, what do you mean by he like, was not a He was
3: very sickly. Like, you know, Teddy was known for oh. being, like, this
1: big outdoorsman. Well, and Teddy go was also sickly, but he was determined not to be. And by sheer willpower, it seems, he got over a lot of his sickliness.
3: And that's what they tried to do with his brother, and it did not work as well. So they kept yeah. sending his brother out to the territories to be like, "You will get manly, and it will be oh, okay." Well, that was yeah. good teaching, mm-hmm. Elliot.
1: Yeah, Teddy basically was a sickly little portly asthmatic kid, and they just put him in boxing.
2: He's saying, <laughs> "I mean, like, working, like, like flute playing actually did help my asthma, but it doesn't get rid of it. It's just you have to get yeah. stronger lungs." But like.
1: But I think the main idea was they sent him out to the territories for fresh air
2: really? that was a, that was like a a theory, which does help actually like when we go to cities with a lot of smog, it takes me a second to acclimate
3: yeah um i I guess it's Elliot, but I didn't think that was it. Uh, anyways, he had a brother, but that's not like his brother doesn't have anything to do with the hotel, but Teddy would go to this hotel. And he used to sit at the bar, and um, he would offer free drinks to any of, like, the cowboys and stuff that came through. And these cowboys would get nice and drunk and would agree, in their drunken haze, to go join the military. And so the next day, they would find themselves on their way Uh -uh. to a military training... Mm-hmm. Um, there was a camp nearby. I thought I wrote it down, but
1: I guess I didn't. I was trying not to get too detailed yeah. in this because that was something that Teddy did a lot of. You know,
2: boo. For See, that's the thing. I nerd. love
1: Teddy Roosevelt. Don't agree with all of his policies like, and I his think he things I love the
2: idea of Teddy Roosevelt. Not I the love actual. the idea
1: of Teddy Roosevelt and his little glasses and his asthmatic cowboy self.
2: <laughs> okay,
1: yeah, it's, it's the idea, guys. It's he's. Yeah. He so, would stop cabinet meetings to look at birds. <laughs>
3: All righty then. So he apparently did that a lot. He would go and offer drinks to people and sort of swindle them into joining. That's the lame. That's super lame. Yeah. So over the years, Roosevelt has reportedly been seen having a drink at the dark little bar room off the main lobby. I'm not, but he like, can't so convince you could me. you could go there, you know, at night and go to the bar off the main lobby without having to stay the night. And you could Oh, go
2: nice. Teddy. So apparently
1: he, he does like if there's a guy that walks through. Uh, that looks particularly manly. He'll try to wave him over to the table.
2: Ah, uh, cause no,
1: I'm
0: um, Teddy's ghost. Teddy's ghost, yeah. Nice. Um, we need to go there on a road trip with some random manly-looking guy. Yes.
2: No, I'm gonna find him and be like, "Hey, you think I can't be the mentor? I'm not going to be, but you think I can't beat? Like, I'm gonna get all his feminist in his face." <laughs> so Teddy. All up
1: in Teddy Roosevelt's face.
3: Yeah,
2: I have no problem. It's fine. <laughs>
3: Teddy is definitely the most famous, but the most often-cited spirit is a woman named Sally White. Aww. Hey. <laughs> in just in case you don't know, Morgan's last name is White. Uh, Sally was a chambermaid who worked within the hotel, and one night, after an argument with her husband, she stayed at the hotel overnight. The next day, her husband threatened to kill her, and sometime later, on March 28, 1876, he attacked her inside the hotel. Badly injured, she held on for two days before dying of her injuries. The hotel paid for her funeral, which was, like, super cheap compared to, you know, now. But still nice that they
0: did that. Like, yeah. they didn't have
3: to. Today, Sally appears to perform her duties within the Victorian wing of the hotel. She has been seen numerous times wearing an old long gray skirt and a bandana around her forehead.
2: Does this remind oh. anybody else of American Horror Story with the hotel season?
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess so. just, a,
2: just a smidge. I um, still
3: haven't finished that season. Oh, you should.
2: That's yeah, yeah no.
3: <laughs> I think I, I made it to the serial killer dinner party, and then I was like, "It's this freaking Lady
2: Gaga as a vampire." She's so she's a vampire, but it's really cool. They twist like how they twist it, like what it how it starts. You know, like her, her boob. Oh <laughs> no, I just I'm excited.
3: <laughs> okay, and my last location is kind of fun. I had never heard of it at all before the uh, the Spanish Governor's Palace. Oh, okay. It was built in 1722, making it one of the oldest buildings in San Antonio. The area around this palace was really part of the original settlement of San Antonio. In front of the building where City Hall now stands was the town square, and the place where executions and hangings would regularly take place. And, uh, I don't remember why it's called the Spanish Governor's Palace because the Spanish Governor didn't live there. Okay. But yeah. Uh, while the building was being restored, a room called the Children's Bedroom was added on. And oddly enough... That's already this creepy. Is, yep. Yeah. But oddly enough, this is where the most people experience strange activity, is the addition. Oh, interesting. Which maybe it has something to do with the land. I don't know. Yeah. Visitors to the museum have reported seeing a little girl jumping on the bed. Cold spots and strange voices. The story of the little girl is that she was the daughter of a governor and was one day being watched by a maid while playing outside. This is where I so I don't know where they get this since that's the addition. Yeah. But I, I don't know, and that wasn't really the governor's home. But you know, urban yeah. legends will well roll with it. So um, the maid was watching her and she went into the house one day just for a moment. You know, and when she came outside, the girl was missing. Though they searched for her, she was never found. Years later, the maid was home alone again when robbers broke into the home, looking for the governor's treasure. The maid refused to tell them where it was, so they killed her. Obviously. The robbers then dumped her body into the well. Later, her body was discovered in the well, and as they recovered her remains, they found the remains of the little girl.
2: Hmm. Did she Hmm. fall down, do you think? Or did you think someone pushed her down?
3: clearly the clown from Ed crafter oh, okay well, wow. <laughs> but that's the story and the other thing is that the um, the courtyard where they were having the executions mm-hmm. uh there's this tree there the hanging tree that they It's mm-hmm. still there and they call it the tree of sorrows and mm. they um, reportedly see a ton of orbs around the tree and so many in fact that one investigator uh, paranormal investigator that is <laughs> commented that the tree looked completely lit up from all the spectral energy oh wow
2: so pretty cool so it's something like the, I mean there's a lot more places in San Antonio just because it's been around for so long and there's been a lot of sad and terrible things happening in that particular location so we definitely need to make like a little a mini road trip and we need to go to each place and document and give give our listeners some some stuff to work with
3: I think the Menger Hotel would be cool. Yeah. Honestly, I've been to the Alamo multiple times and I've never experienced I've never activity. Anything, yeah. It's probably just used too much foot traffic now. That's I wonder strange. if you got to go at night if it would make a difference.
1: Let's break it. No, Kat,
3: no. Not, not when we're recording. Of course, it's also <laughs> across the street from, like, you know, Ripley's
2: Believe It or Not place. No,
0: yeah.
2: yeah, I think at this point, like, because, I mean... Energy can be like transferred and everything. There's so many people who go to the Alamo, like, there probably isn't anything left if there was there. You know what I mean? Like, so many people die, but like, we don't really feel a presence. Yeah. Or they moved on, which would be really great for the ghosts. Also, we're not trying to tear down the chapel, so there's no reason for the Diablos to come back. Ooh.
3: What if we go and
2: try to Um. (laughs) If not actually try, because they didn't actually. They they just defended, they didn't necessarily like attack. Unless someone like came up, like they, so like we could like pretend, and they be like, "No, man, we just we just want to say hi." It was like back away slowly. A very terrible idea. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to do it. I'm just saying. It's <laughs> like is what I envisioned. with one
3: hand you run up with an axe, and you're like ah, and the the sixty of show up, and you go cool,
1: click.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Thanks. is that a dare? Peace out. No, no, it isn't. Yeah, Kat. Yeah, challenge
0: accepted. No
2: you're not coming back to Texas unless or, we make
0: you. So, what if it's, we just
3: about you. walk by the chapel and be like, "Man, it'd be a shame if somebody <laughs> burned it <laughs> down." Where are they?
0: And then immediately <laughs> get arrested.
3: <laughs> Probably. Was that a threat to the historic site? Nope. No. 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 We're just summoning ghosts. Ghosts. <laughs> and then we're like,
0: "Oh, and crazies," go. and just okay, walk off. Like, they, and wouldn't even, they wouldn't even. They wouldn't even think about it. Well,
1: that is our episode on southern ghosts.
2: <laughs> hey, and Kat is done with us
1: <laughs> No I really have to pee So I want to finish this up And then like pee And then come back And talk to you guys
2: Are we Are we leaving that In the recording? I can take it's that fine. out It's <laughs> fine I don't care
1: <laughs> I have bodily functions
2: why don't, why don't you repeat that And that's our episode thing Oh no you don't have to Repeat it I can I can cut
1: I it, you yeah. Well who wants to do Our Social media
3: She's <laughs> already got it out So if you liked our haunted episode, if you have a better haunted place in the South that you want to tell us about, ooh, Tell us places to go. Yeah. Places to go, or your own personal story of getting haunted definitely. in the South, definitely. Or if you want
2: to fund our trips.
3: <laughs> oh, should we start a Patreon now? Maybe. So, me. you can email us at possiblyhauntedpodcast at gmail.com. I always say at before I say the thing. I know, it's, it's just how it is. You can find us on the Instagram called The Possibly Haunted Podcast, and I'm consciously trying not to say it. You can find us on the Facebook. On um, the Facebook. <laughs> the name, The Possibly Haunted Podcast, <laughs> and our Twitter, which is Possibly Haunted Pod. That one was more natural.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely check out our different stuff. You'll see visual representations uh, on our Instagram. You'll see more links and kind of... Actually... Really, what we're doing with Facebook is we're actually asking you questions. So, like, we want you to get on there. We want you to respond. Like, communicate with us. Let us know what you think and your personal Are you stuff. There? <laughs> Are can you hear? Can you hear us? Podcast? Can you hear me? I was about to
1: start singing. I was supposed to go.
2: Thank you. Can you hear me? I literally was in the process of doing that. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. I tried to like twist it, and then it like perfectly went around the room. Guys, spooky ghosts. Can you hear me? I don't want to hear. Don't don't confirm. Can you find they me do? in the dark? Because <laughs> if they do hear you. Morgan,
3: I, I but I had a thing. Oh, never mind. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I got it. <laughs> uh, no, that's okay. If they do hear you, or just remember that you do not have to be in the south to be possibly haunted. <laughs>